This is Sir Reginald Wainsmere, composer of the film Too Many Tuesdays. You can hear my music and much more on Exploding Head Movies, Mondays at 7th on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Good evening. Hyvää ilta. Gong hai, fat choy. And a pleasant Monday evening to you, wherever 
You may be. Welcome to yet another episode of Exploding Head Movies. This is your seemingly inspired program here found on Vancouver's ferociously feline community radio station, CITR. Your voice in the University of British Columbia on 101.9 FM. We broadcast an average of 1,800 watts from unseated Musqueam territory from the Stone Nest campus. And our signal takes us throughout the lower mainland. From Squamish to Bellingham, West Pass Point, Grand Intiming South across the Salish Sea, to all the ships at sea. And our signal then heads east past Langley, deep into the Fraser Valley. We also broadcast up to the sky and deep into space for as long as this planet and this station continues to emit noisy waves for all to hear. And our signal dives down well into the underground, from where we come from, and from where all good things bubble up. Telesoptic subscribers can tune to CITR on their television sets by clicking to channel 7023. At least that's the story in Western Canada. Otherwise, in all these places and everywhere else the internet takes you, you can find us on the web, www.citr.ca. The Exploding Hit Movies show page there contains track listings and downloads for all our episodes, at least going back a few years. And eventually... Once the live broadcast of this one is done, this one. You'll also find a link to subscribe to the podcast via Apple Music. And you can also find that podcast on iHeart, Deezer, Geosave, and Stitcher. And the continued controversy that is Spotify. For those times you can't listen live to the Crystal Wireless. Or then the Shoutcast stream through the website. My name is Gak. And I will be your water tiger for the next two hours so everyone out of the pool cats coming in should have received your complimentary newly regulatory water wings in conjunction with the broadcast over this episode if not well surely there's something inflatable that you can tie to your arms or whatever limbs or extremities you may have Phone number for the station for those of you listening live is 604-822-2487 that spells out UBC C-I-T-R. Do keep it short and sweet and to the point. And you can email anytime, radiofreegack at gmail.com. Exploding Head Movies is on Facebook under its given name, on Twitter, at 100 Air, and on Instagram. It is Myopic Man. In the background from France, this is Helene Vogelsinger. And off the 2021 album Reminiscence, this is Apparition. Wonderful stuff. And this week, we'll pay tribute to two artists who recently left us. It's the actor-director Sidney Poitier and the songwriter Marilyn Bergman. And they both had long careers in Hollywood. They had some overlap, but we'll actually hear a swath of music from either what they wrote or then is associated with them on screen. And I did do the math here. There are two instances where they overlap in that Bergman wrote a song for a movie that Poitier appeared in. But tomorrow, February 1st, marks two things we'll touch upon today. It's the start of Black History Month, which ties into a lot of what Sidney Poitier did because he was a pioneer when it comes to mainstream Hollywood film. And uh, then the Lunar Lunar New Year, not the Lunar New Year, the Lunar New Year. We're going to leave behind the year of the Metal Ox, and we're going to enter the year of the Water Tiger. That's how we start our show off with some vintage St. Vincent. 
Off her 2011 album Strange Mercy, we heard, and you guessed it, lyrically, Year of the Tiger. And St. Vincent is the alias of the Dallas-raised guitarist Annie Clark. Most recent album is 2021's Daddy's Home, hearkening to more 70s AM sounds after a couple albums are a bit more confrontational. And she also co-wrote the psychological 2020 thriller The Nowhere In with Carrie Brownstein of Sleater Kinney and Portlandia fame. And Clark also produced a couple of Sleater Kinney's most recent material. We'll talk more about Year of the Tiger shortly here, but uh, it's also the name of this next song. Continuing on with a long tradition of a Toronto punk act embracing the Chinese Zodiac. A mainstream media, you'll hear them known as Effed Up here. With listener discretion, which is advised, it's fucked up. And over the years, they've released nine songs associated to the 12 signs, including their most recent, which is 2021's epic 80, that's eight zero minute long year of the horse. Though there is a two minute and 40 second edition that exists. And as you can tell by the releases, they are not faithful to the actual calendar year. That's why we are going to go back to 2012 with the A-side to a 12-inch. And this track will go for over 15 minutes, showing you that hardcore can branch out and get all proggy. Amongst the backup vocalists, you'll hear director Jim Jarmusch here. And on the piano, it's Katie Stomanis. So here's Fucked Up with Year of the Tiger. You're now listening to Exploding Head Movies. Live from the realms of Studio A of that radio station that both purrs and roars in the wild. This is the CITR, 101.9 FM, Vancouver.
Nothing like a little studio banter to show you that. Yes. Ideally, everything was performed live and in sequence, therefore. Over 15 minutes there. We heard Fucked Up with their 2012 ode to this year. Year of the Tiger. The A side to a 2012 single, as I said. B side is a 26 minute track that's a little bit more experimental. Wild stuff there. And there's new music from the act coming up in March with the album Do All Words Can Do, which comes in the wake of two recent live releases, one from a Brooklyn concert back in 2011, another done at Jack White's Third Man Records in Nashville. And yes, Year of the Tiger. There are five associated elements that correspond to parts of the Zodiac, so what happens is that every 60 years, there is an identical sign. So the Year of the Tiger happens every 12 years. Year of the Water Tiger, every 60. 
Now, based on crude astrology, uh, tigers are some of the more powerful creatures there are in the Zodiac. I can say this personally as a dragon, the tiger is more powerful than that, which you're like, oh, really? Okay. But, um, yeah. Current prognosis, anyways, the forecast say, is that the year of the tiger, there will be expansion through aggression and conflict in the world, which is kind of an ominous thing based on what we're seeing throughout the world, whether it is what's happening on the border between Russia and Ukraine, or crazy anti-vax truckers driving around everywhere, not just Ottawa, definitely see one of the streets in Vancouver here thinking about freedom is equated to the idea of spreading disease or something of that nature. But yes, we'll see how it is. But at the very least, the idea is that there's going to be a lot of significant changes in place here. Although water is sort of like a mildening element that way. It also represents wealth, so we'll see exactly what that means. I myself am a dragon. At some point, I used to remember what this radio show's sign was. Uh, let's see. At least originally when we started on air, 2008. Uh, of course, they of course have to factor in that we started in January, so you have to kind of go the year before. So yes, Radio Free Gak is the year of the pig, and Exploding Head Movies is the year of an ox. So yes, as it were. If you are a horse or a dog, there'll be some extraordinary luck and happy signs because it's part of the little triangle that exists. Meanwhile, monkey and snakes, watch out. Don't do anything. All right, as we talk tigers here, this is the Toronto saxophone player and flautist Mo Kaufman going back to 1976 Jungle Man. This track is Tiger Claw. And we'll stay in Toronto with more tiger tracks here. Possum, more of a rodent or a little bit of marsupial, but uh, not a feline. It's also the name of this Toronto act. The most recent album is 2021's Lunar Gardens, but we're going to go back to 2019 here off a of space grade assembly. Here's Possum with I am the tiger, not I of the tiger. I think what I have in the cards for you is a weird little cover of that. So don't worry, we'll be surviving.
dance music, reggae music. It's tell you and tell the whole world, you know. Telepathically and physically and mentally and spiritually, we are telling them to this music, yeah. So you heard it here at Rocker Show 101.9 FM CITR. Featuring yours truly, George Beard, keeping the reggae music alive on the west coast of Canada. It's all about root rock, lovers rock, dance all reggae music. On CITR Rocker Show, Sunday noon to 3 p.m. each and every Sunday. For over 25 years of doing it nice, warm, and easy. Until next time, such time, keep the faith and spread it gently. Ja bless and ja guy dance. Ja out. Bless out. Stepping through tide pools Barefoot old oak stretched to the sunlight Skulls in the sandstone Lay down on the moss Maybe she just wants to see Something out there just like me In the sun and Everlasting complex friendships New music from Apollo Ghosts, and that will be the title track to their forthcoming album, Pink Tiger. The trio made a video for that. It was released a couple days ago, filmed around Queen Elizabeth Park, involving La Floral arrangements, and uh, it was made in tribute to the local singer Megan McDonald, whom we eulogized last week. Wonderful stuff, and in Apollo Ghosts news, they're going to make their first tour over into Europe. At least there's one gig lined up. Obviously, we'll see how this pandemic goes, but they'll be the Sixpenny Handley at Larmer Tree Gardens in September. They'll be in the United Kingdom. And in the background, this is Alan Howarth from a live concert at the Hollywood Theater. This is the Q Wing Kong White Tiger, originally from the 1987 film Big Trouble in Little China.
And Howarth worked with John Carpenter extensively, especially in films like the Hall- Halloween series. Does his own composition. And then apparently works in Hollywood as a sound effects guy. You are listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR. And up next, we'll pay tribute to the late singer Ronnie Spector, who was born Veronica Yvette Bennett in East Harlem. She had black, Irish, and Cherokee heritage. She formed originally a trio called the Darling Sisters with her own sister Estelle and then cousin Nedra Talley. But over time, they became known as the Ronettes, making their start with little shows in New York in 1959. Ronnie was the lead singer and considered the original bad girl rock and roll. But it took some time for the band to take off. They put out their own little singles for a while, did uh, residencies. But it wasn't until they kind of pursued and cornered producer Phil Spector when their big break would finally arrive. But Ronnie's life entered some rough waters. She got closer with Phil. Get into more of that shortly, but uh, we'll hear perhaps their most famous song after this cover, which features Ronnie Spector, backed by the E Street Band. And say what you will about some folks if they decide if they're a fan of Bruce Springsteen from New Jersey or Billy Joel from Long Island. This song by the Boss's backing band takes Joel's 1976 original, which was inspired by Ronnie in mind, at least lyrically. So it's apt that she sings on this cover. From 1977, here's Ronnie Spector and the E Street Band with Say Goodbye to Hollywood.
The Ronettes, with their big hit from 1963, Be My Baby, appearing on their soul album, 1964's Presenting the Fabulous Ronettes, featuring Veronica. The killer drum opener was done by the late studio drum legend Hal Blaine of the Wrecking Crew fame, and it was invoked in the song we heard beforehand, which was Ronnie Spector along with the E Street Band and Say Goodbye to Hollywood. The chorus entranced many people, particularly Brian Wilson of the Beach Boys, to the point he was listening to it over and over again, trying to decipher its magic. And this was still happening actually for years after it came out, kind of making the band curious to see what's going on, but also ties in a bit of Wilson's breakdown. As facts go, Ronnie Spector was the only Ronette singing at that session. The backup singers were Sonny and Cher, as they had begun to date and before their own career took off. And uh, that song was used in the opening credits to Martin Scorsese's 1973 film Mean Streets, but he didn't actually license it, which meant that the producer, Phil Spector, leveraged to get a lot of money out of Scorsese. Phil Spector ended up marrying Ronnie Spector. They had an infatuation with each other when they first met. Uh, but of course, Phil Spector turned out to be a horrible human being, tormenting her, keeping her locked up at home, surrounded by guard dogs taking away her shoes so she wouldn't run away but she managed to escape in 1972 and had to deal with multiple lawsuits afterwards but she broke free and at least we're relieved that she outlived Phil Spector who died last year almost a year ago in fact in January and yes Ronnie died on January 12th this year at the age of 78 with a brief battle from cancer and she named her 1990 memoir after Be My Baby Behind me, we're looping it again, because apparently I keep talking here. This is Michael Giacchino, and from the score to the 2019 film Jojo Rabbit, this is the string quartet version of Eye of the Tiger. Invoking a certain band and a song from Rocky three ages ago. But yes, Jojo Rabbit, directed and written by Taika Waititi, who won an Oscar two years ago for Best Adapted Screenplay. Now, to show you behind the magic how things go, the Rockers Hi-Fi promo was supposed to fit in this next set because we have a little bit of a reggae tribute to do based on some folks who recently passed away. And the most recent death is Robert Warren Dale Shakespeare, otherwise known as Robbie Shakespeare of Sly and Robbie fame. And he was the bassist, while Sly Dunbar, otherwise known as Lowell Fillmore Dunbar, played the drums. And both were legendary Jamaican producers, along with being a rhythm section in demand. And uh, numerous famous works were based on the rhythms. But they only started working together with the reggae band The Revolutionaries in 1972, before breaking out in 1976 with their work on the Mighty Diamonds album Right Time. Since then, they've managed to work with acts like Grace Jones and Joe Cocker. They're a part of the Island Records Compass Point All-Stars in Nassau in the Bahamas. And uh, once we get into Mr. Poitier, we'll talk more about the Bahamas. In the 90s, they ditched their instruments to go electronic and dancehall, and then worked with acts like Simply Red, No Doubt, Suggs, Sinead O'Connor, Buju Banton, and some folks like Paul McCartney and Britney Spears. Robbie Shakespeare died following kidney surgery in Florida on December 8th last year at the age of 68, and he had been on dialysis for a while. 
And we're going to go focus on the electronic side of things. We're going to go back to 1993 with work with Chuck Demas and Pliers. Original version of the song was done by the Metals back in 1966. And uh, the undercurrent here is awesome, which also appears on a related song by the same act called Murder, She Wrote. But here's Chuck Demas and the Pliers with Bam Bam.
Interesting fusion of elements there. Going back to 1992's album Gorgeous, we heard the 808 State remixing UB40's song 1 in 10. So yes, 808, 40, 10. The original version of 1 in 10 came out as a single in 1981, and uh, it riffs on the unemployment rate in the West Midlands of England back over 40 years ago, so it was 9.6%. And UB40, I know we associate them with their covers of Red Red Wine, Can't Help Falling in Love, and the duet I Got You Babe with Chrissy Hind, but their name actually comes from Unemployment Benefit Form 40. So that joblessness thing harkens back to the Thatcher-era craziness. Meanwhile, the 808 State Electronic Dance Act from Manchester in England, they formed in 1987, famous for their song Pacific State. Kind of a harbinger for what became then Acid House. A little bit of also kind of the chill ambient that was around, mixed with electronics. It was a glorious track, and they had a wild output for many a year. Alas, there's some deaths to combine there since from 808 States, Andy Barker passed away on November 6th last year after a short period of illness and he was 53 years old. This leaves only original member Graham Massey with 808 State. And then from UB40, well, they've lost two over the past few months. The saxophone player Brian Travers, who passed away on August 22nd at the age of, I did not write any of this down, 62? Yeah, 62 is right. And then one of their vocalists, not the primary one, but more kind of the uh, toaster, as it were, Astro. Along with doing his vocals, he also played percussion and trumpet. Alias of Terrence Wilson. He had stuck out with the band all this time, but he passed away on November 6th last year at the age of 64. In the background, this is Michael Dana. From his Oscar-winning score to the 2012 film Life of Pi, which we profiled in Exploding Head Movies episode 149 from January 2013. This is Tiger Vision. Telling a tale about a boy stranded at sea with a tiger. Uh, Dan actually won the Oscar later that year. And we profiled upon it in Exploding Head Movies episode 155. Let's quickly talk about some of the soundtracks available for purchase or download or streaming this week. And uh, some of these may be already out because they're not faithful no longer to the Friday release schedule for some music. But if you can't find it already in your local record store or you find your music online, you should be able to find it at least on Friday. And this list comes from the websites filmmusicreporter.com and soundtrack.net. And uh, we'll start with the new releases. There's volume one of 1883 Season 1, scored by Brian Tyler and Breton Vivian, coming out through Milan Records. That label is also putting out Daniel Pepperton's score from Season 1 of the Apple series, The After Party. And Dudley's score to Benedetta is coming out through Dubois Records. The Fallout is scored by Phineas O'Connell. It's coming out through Water Tower Music. Batu Sanir does the score to the Ice Age Adventures of Buckwild. That's coming out through Hollywood Records. Tori Letzler scores In From the Cold. That's coming out through Amazing Music Publishing. Neil Acri scores the animated feature The Legend of Vox Machina. That's coming out through Lakeshore Records. Marry Me, the soundtrack, old school. It's a whole bunch of various artists there. It's coming out through Sony. 
Atlantic Screen Music and Film Tracks are releasing Thomas Wander and Harold Closer's music to Moonfall. The moon strikes back. And the miniseries Universe is scored by Anza Rosman. That's coming out through Silver Screen. On the re-release front, Jay Bateman's music from Age of the Dragons coming out through Plaza Mayor. Series 2 of All Creatures Great and Small, scored by Alexander Harwood. And that's coming out through Silver Screen. There's a limited edition of Nicholas Herrera's music from Hidden Man coming out through Soundtrack Magazine. There's a remastered version of Ennio Morricone's music from Nostromo coming out through Decca Classics. And that label is also releasing a remastered version of Piero Piccioni's music from Perchesta Notte. Lastly, Olivia Milano's music from Simple Women is coming out through Plaza Mayor. And those are merely some of your anticipated soundtrack releases for this week. Uh, we have one more death in the music world to talk about, and uh, this is a Quebecois musician known as Karim Ouellet. Born in Senegal, but lived in Quebec as a child briefly, amongst other travels, since he grew up in a diplomatic family. He settled back in Quebec City at age 15, learned the piano, percussion, and guitar, and uh, released a few albums. Alas, he was found dead on the evening of January 17th at a studio where he was apparently working on his fourth album. The most previous one was 2016's Aikido. Investigations into his death have ruled out foul play so far, but it sounds like the Quebec City coroner's office is digging more into what actually happened. And Willette was only 37 years old. This single from 2017 marks at least the last song that was released while he was alive. Hopefully we get to hear more of what he was working on in some capacity. Here is the late Karim Willette with Parachute. On aura tout fait pour le nerf de la guerre c'est l'heure de réveiller les insensibles Tous pour un comme les mousquetaires On pardonne encore aux imbéciles Un jour on veut finir démaquillés Et tomber tour à tour comme des bêtes habillées Puisque tout le monde tombe, tout le monde tombe Un jour ou l'autre Tout le monde tombe, tout le monde tombe Un jour ou l'autre Quand on est 
You're listening to CITR 101.9, broadcasting from UBC's Point Grey campus, located on the traditional, unceded, Coast Salish territory of the Hunkaminam-speaking Musqueam people. New music from Dominique Fizemi from Montreal. It was a single that just came out a few days ago. It's called Go Get It. Most recent album was 2021's Three Little Words, which was shortlisted for the Polaris Music Prize last year. Lost it to a fellow Montreal, Cadence Weapon. And behind me, this is the Padang Food Tigers. And off of last year's God's Plenty album, this is... Hissy cups. Padang Food Tigers are a London, England duo. Stephen Lewis and Spencer Grady. Kind of like folk and ambience together. That's the last of our Tiger songs in honor of the upcoming Year of the Tiger. My name's Gak. You're listening to Exploding Hit Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Let's get some new music from... Texas here, the psychedelic band Krangbing, along with Fort Worth's Leon Bridges. A couple months ago, they put out an EP called Texas Sun, some glorious stuff there. 
and coming for release later in this winter. It's its follow-up, simply called Texas Moon. This song came out a couple months ago, and another track off of that 12-inch had come out recently, but we'll start with this glorious track that kind of harkens back to one of the songs off of Texas Sun. Here's Kurangbin and Leon Bridges with B-Side. Thank you. 
Crimes and Treasons Radio. This is Riff Raff. Every Tuesday from 9 to 11 p.m. on 101.9 FM. Yes, yes, you and I rock with the best. 101.9 CITR Radio. Crimes and Treasons, this is your boy Just Blaze. Right now you're rocking with Jules Andre Brown, Rolly Wells, Jamal Steels, and Horsepower. You know what it is, right? Yo, it's I Am Sue, man. I want to shout out Crimes and Treasons Radio, man. CRTR 101.9, man. Turn up, turn up, turn up. Charlotte Day Wilson uh, for her latest album, Alpha, which came out last year. And the recent news on YouTube coming this Wednesday is the first part of four with a performance visual tied to Alpha called Alpha Live. 
Charlotte Day Wilson with Love Sick Utopia. In the background, this is You Do Right. Off of last year's Don't Think You Can Escape Your Purpose. This is Presto Presto, Bella's Dream. So Black History Month starts in less than five hours. Or less than four hours, as I'm remembering my subtraction rules. And one of the key film icons you associate with Black Hollywood, Sidney Poitier, who recently passed away. He was born in Miami from Bahamian parents as they were traveling, so it was a little bit of a surprise, but that's how he became a naturalized American. Grew up in the Bahamas, but moved to Miami again at age 15, then went to New York when he was 16, started working on stage, working with folks like Louis Gossett Jr. and Ruby D. His breakthrough film role was in 1955's Blackboard Jungle, and for this first set, we'll go early into his film career. As we get first off with the 1959 film Porgy and Bess. It's a film adaptation of the 1935 opera by George Gershwin, Ira Gershwin, and DuBose Hayward. Since it was based on Hayward's novel and play that he co-wrote with his wife, Dorothy. The film was directed by Otto Preminger. Great, solid 40s and 50s director. Starring Poitier and Dorothy Dandridge about a fictional black fishing community in South Carolina. Porgy as a beggar who's crippled, and then Bess as a drug addict. Also starred Sammy Davis Jr. and Diane Carroll, who sings the famous ballad from Porgy and Bess, Summertime, which she later recorded an album full of Porgy and Bess tunes with a music score arranger for the film André Previn. Both of them died in 2019. We talked about them at the time. Porgy and Bess was highly controversial uh, when it was first to play and then an opera. Primarily since it was one of the first or the earliest casts of classically trained African-American singers. And the film version, well, unfortunately kind of ran into the social mores of the time, drew mixed reviews, lost money in the theaters, and eventually ended the career of producer Samuel Goldwyn. And it disappeared in that it never actually came out to home video. And prints are currently thought to be lost. But as an opera, Porgy and Bress had a revival in 1976. It's become one of the most widely produced productions ever since. Poitier didn't really want to do it at first, as was the case with a lot of other black actors, since it perpetuated some negative stereotypes. Though mostly he was worried about losing other gigs, like his appearance in the 1958 Stanley Kramer film The Defiant Ones with Tony Curtis. So, for career reasons, he went along with Porgy and Bess, and he managed to do okay. And he worked with Stanley Kramer on some future films that we're talking about here. Now, Poitier's character sings in the film, but it was dubbed over by Robert McFerrin, an an operatic baritone, famous now for being the father of the vocalist Bobby McFerrin of Don't Worry, Be Happy fame. Here's Robert McFerrin, joined by Inez Matthews, Pearl Bailey, and the Ken Darby singers from the soundtrack to the film Porgy and Bess. This is I've Got Plenty O' Nothing. Plenty of nothing, and nothing's plenty for me. I've got no car, got no mule, I got no misery. Of folks with plenty of plenty, got a lock on their door. Afraid somebody's a going to rob them while they's out making more. What for? 
got no lock on the door. That's no way to be. They can steal the rug from the floor. That's okay with me. Cause the things that I prize, like the stars in the skies, all are free. Oh, I got plenty of nothing. And nothing's plenty for me. I've got my gal, got my song, got him the whole day long. No use complaining, got my gal, got my lord, got my Nothing and nothing's plenty for me. I got the sun, got the moon, got the deep blue sea. The folks with plenty of plenty got to pray all the day. Seems with plenty, you sure got to worry how to keep the devil away. want to strive to be good, to be bad. What the hell? I is glad I's alive. Oh, I got plenty of nothing, and nothing's plenty for me. I got my gal, got my song, got him the whole day long. No use complaining, got my gal, got my See him in 
the garden, praying to his father in deep and sorrow. Led before Pilate, then they crucified him, but he rose on Easter. Amen, amen, amen. hallelujah. He died to save us, and he lives forever. From the soundtrack to the 1963 film Lilies of the Field, we heard Jester Hairston do the vocals for Sidney Poitier's character for the song Amen. Lilies of the Field, directed by Ralph Nelson, based on William Edmund Barrett's book, with Poitier as an itinerant worker who helps Eastern German nuns build a chapel. Poitier won his sole Oscar for that role and the first black male actor and first Bahamian to win a major Academy Award. Previously, it was only Hattie McDaniel who won a Best Supporting Actress for her work with Gone with the Wind. The soundtrack to the Lilies of the Field was done by Jerry Goldsmith, but Jester Hairston, full name is Jester Joseph Hairston, wrote that gospel song. And he was famous for writing the song for Christmas, Mary's Boy Child. And to connect the roots further about how Amen ties into jungle music, well, the song Amen was covered by The Impressions, which is Curtis Mayfield's band, who went to see the film, and they're like, okay, we're going to do a version of it, combine it with a swing low sweet chariot, and pump it up a little bit. Various other covers of Amen were done by Johnny Cash, Otis Redding, but the important thing is in 1969, the band The Winstons recorded an instrumental funk cover, which include a crazy drum break, which was then wisely sampled as the Amen break. And that's your drum and bass hook that kicks in right there. All connects together somehow. Pate was always a groundbreaker when it came to film, as he broke many racial grounds as he expanded opportunities that black actors had with more types of roles. Another famous earlier films include A Raisin in the Sun, Patch of Blue, and then behind me from the 1970 film They Call Me Mr. Tibbs, this is Quincy Jones with the main title. It's a sequel to the famous 1967 film In the Heat of the Night, directed by Norman Jewison, with Partey as a black Philadelphia police detective who gets pulled into a murder investigation in small town Mississippi, and the film won an Oscar for Best Picture in 1968. We profiled it in the past in Exploding Head Movies episode 180 from August 2013, when we did a lot of Quincy Jones' music, which itself requires a bit of a sequel. The lyrics to the song, If They Would Be There, well, we'll talk about who was responsible for that soon enough in our upcoming profile, since we have a couple more sets here of Poitiers. And yes, we'll actually hear Poitiers at long last year. And, uh, a quote from In the Heat of the Night, which gives title to the sequel. And then we'll get into themes from two other major 60s films of him. So, well, we listen to a little Sidney Poitier right now. 
They call me Mr. Tibbs.
After starting by hearing from Mr. Tibbs, a.k.a. Sidney Poitier, we heard the singer out of Scotland, Lulu, with a theme to the 1967 film To Sir With Love, who also, she also starred in the film with Poitier, a British drama directed by James Clavell, about a new teacher from the British Guyana who heads to a rough East London school and works there for some time and wins over the kids. Lulu, as a big star... Since uh, she had hits like Shout and the 1967 Eurovision Song Contest winning Boom Bang a Bang, she was starstruck when she met Sidney Poitier, which ties a little bit into what we'll talk about afterwards. But um, She also sang the song from the James Bond film The Man with the Golden Gun. And Poitier actually came back for the made-for-TV sequel to Sir With Love 2, which came out in 1996. Then we heard the vocal theme from the 1968 film Guess Who's Coming to Dinner, done by Frank Duvall. I'm still trying to find the credits for the singers there, but everything I have for liner notes does not talk about that at all. Directed by Stanley Kramer, who had worked with Poitier on Porgy and Bess. Poitier is the man coming to dinner, meeting his fiancée's parents in San Francisco. And they discover he's black, because they're white. It was Spencer Tracy in his final role. And his loved partner, Catherine Hepburn. Famous song from that is also multiple versions of The Glory of Love. And guess who's coming to dinner screens at the Rio Theater tomorrow, Tuesday, February 1st at 6.15 p.m. Doors open at quarter to six. Tickets are $13. Remember, it's half capacity based on public health orders. You have to show proof of double vaccination. You gotta wear a mask. Poitier was nervous acting in front of Spencer Tracy and Catherine Hepburn. So he asked them to basically leave, and he could sort of talk to a couple other people, so just in close-up. Of course, this was Tracy's final role as he was fading away from health. Only lasted, I think, three more weeks before passing away. 
Now, by the 70s, Poitier was feeling typecast, as always the perfect soft-spoken black person with no faults. And he wanted to try various roles, though mindful in the ways that as only black star in Hollywood, he would be an example. But by 1972, he started to direct films. And the first one he did was The Western Buck and the Preacher, featuring some old colleagues of his, including Harry Belafonte. Although Poitier actually became the director by accident when the original director, Joseph Sargent, was removed. We're going to listen to a vintage radio ad from that film. And then we're going to listen to a song that ties into our second profile here, since we need to be mindful of time. So from the 2003 compilation, Super Bad, Super Black, Radio Spots from Black Exploitation. Let's allow our fellow announcer to tell you what's what. Buck and the Preacher, the first black western. They said that Lincoln won his war against slavery. They said blacks were free to pursue their own lives. But now... Buck and the preacher tells the real story. We want this Buck. I'm Buck. Sidney Poitier as Buck. Harry Belafonte as the preacher. I'm the Reverend Willis Oaks Rutherford of the High and Low Order of the Holiness Persuasion Church. Buck and the preacher. Black power in the Old West, where equality was a pair of scatter guns and a 44 hidden in the good book. Sidney Poitier and Harry Belafonte in Buck and the Preacher with Ruby Dee and Cameron Mitchell. The story of free men who refused to say Massa. From Columbia Pictures, rated PG and beautiful. Parental guidance suggested. Across the plains, dust of hopes, dust of dreams, dust to dust. <laughs> <laughs> 
From the soundtrack to the 1966 film Duel at Diablo, we heard Neil Hefty with vocals there by Ernie Sheldon. That was the title track, Duel at Diablo. Directed by Ralph Nelson, who also directed Poitiers in Lilies of the Field. Starring James Garner, who'd left the TV series Maverick to star in his first western. As a frontier scout, Poitiers was a horsebreaker as they search for Garner's wife's killer amidst the Apache and the Utah settlers. Neil Hefty did the music. He also did, uh, he was a trumpet player, composer, known for his work with shows like the 1960s Batman, which we profiled when Adam West died on Exploding Head Movies episode 367 back in June 2017. And 1970s Odd Couple. I'll talk about the lyricists shortly here, but if we double back to Poitiers, Directed films, as we heard with Buck and the Preacher, also worked on things like Uptown, Saturday Night, A Piece of the Action, and then uh, Let's Do It Again. Uh, fortunately, some of those starring Bill Cosby when they were friends, and we didn't find out he was creepy beyond belief. Also starred in later films, like Sneakers, and I forgot one film that uh, Poitier directed that was a huge hit, which is the 1980 Richard Pryor and Gene Wilder comedy, Stir Crazy. Pate was also an ambassador for the Bahamas to Japan and the United Nations. And the final role was a 2001 TV film called The Last Brickmaker in America. He appeared on Oprah a couple times in some documentaries. He received an honorary Oscar for his career in 2002. Last Sidney Poitier died on January 6th this year at his home in Beverly Hills at the age of 94 from cardiopulmonary failure after suffering also from Alzheimer's and prostate cancer. The lyrics to Duel at Diablo were written by Alan and Marilyn Bergman, a songwriting couple out of Brooklyn, New York. And uh, they wrote a lot of film music, and it was hard to really pare things down. And let me actually just cycle back to what we just played there, because I should talk about that too, since we are sticking with a little bit of a Caribbean theme of sorts. This is Aidan McNally and his Aidan heirs off a 1960s album at the Bermudiana Hotel is their version of a Haitian classic known in Western society as Yellowbird, otherwise in Haiti. It's known as the song Shukun, referring to Yellowbird. Sometimes they hear it known as Tsui Wazo. And it was translated to English during the Calypso craze of the 1960s by Alan and Marilyn Bergman. So, let me get some songs lined up here, and I'll try to account for what's going on, because he wrote so much music for film. I've been trying to shorten it down, of course, in the midst of trying to actually make sure I fit everything into timely fashion here. And uh, we'll start off with a cover. Original version of this came in the 1990 film The Russia House, based on Jean Le Carré's novel, starring Sean Connery and Michelle Pfeiffer, one of the first and last Hollywood films to be filmed in the Soviet Union before after the Cold War ended and before the Soviet Union broke up. The original version was sung by Patty Austin, who we'll hear soon enough in the show. 
And this cover was done by the Ontario singer Mary Catherine Pisano. Found off her 2017 album, You're Gonna Hear From Me. Music by Jerry Goldsmith. Lyrics by Alan and Marilyn Bergman. Here's Pisano with Alone in the World.
Clock's ticking on the wall, and I probably could have done everything in a different order there, but here we are. From Kitchener, Ontario, we heard Mary Catherine Pisano with Alone in the World. And then we heard Linda Lavin with the theme from the 70s sitcom Alice. Lavin actually starred as the title character, a widow with a child who moves to Phoenix to work at Mel's Diner. And all the shenanigans that go on there. Music for that was written by David Shire. Lyrics by Marilyn and Alan Bergman. They'd married in 1955 and started pretty much writing music together. And I've lost my notes here. Yes. They started working with lyrics for Dean Martin's 1958 album Sleep Warm, the Frank Sinatra's 1960 album Nice and Easy. The first song that they wrote for film for 1961 was The Right Approach. And my goodness, the songs that they wrote... Include The Way We Were, music by Marvin Hamlish, famous by Barbara Streisand from the 1973 film of the same name. Champion the Wonder Horse from The Adventures of Champion, also recorded by Frank Elaine. Neil Diamond's You Don't Bring Me Flowers. Someone in the Dark from E.T. the Extraterrestrial. I Knew I Loved You, music by Ennio Morricone, sung by Celine Dion. And then, well, they wrote the lyrics to In the Heat of the Night which we heard in instrumental form by Quincy Jones. Worked with Michelle Legrand extensively, including What Are You Doing the Rest of Your Life? And then What's Behind Me? The English lyrics for The Windmills of Your Mind. And this is the Dutch organist Roger van Otterloo of a 1976 album, although it's under the French name. And this is where I get confused whether it's the English lyrics or French lyrics, but it's Les Moulins de Mon Coeur. Uh, they also worked on... Well, All His Children by Charlie Pride, which just missed the cut. Sometimes a great notion. Johnny Mandel with Summer Wishes, Winter Dreams. The Last Time I Felt Like This from Same Time Next Year. It Might Be You from Tootsie. The theme Never Say Never Again from that Rogue Bond film from 1983. <laughs> the list is unstoppable and we'll try to spread out more songs in the future. Marilyn died on January 8th this year from respiratory failure, not related to COVID-19 at the age of 93. Her husband, Alan, is still around. Hopefully, he is doing okay without the love of his life since 1955. That's it for Exploding Hit Movies for this week. Coming up very shortly, it is the jazz, the jazz show. I was going to say the return, but of course, it's the return. He was here a week ago. He's back again this week. It's the jazz show with Gavin Walker. It'll guide you to around midnight or so, so stay tuned to CITR for the rest of what's left of January. 
The clock is ticking. It's February, shortly, as is Black History Month, as is the Year of the Tiger. Next Monday, well, I'm not going to give you any phone numbers at that point, because right now it will be the Fun Drive 2022 edition. The annual fundraiser that we do here at the station to keep things running. It starts this Thursday, February 3rd at noon with Dunkin's Donuts. I'll try to come up with something appropriate tied to our theme about plenty of fish in the sea. ITR. So, uh, we'll figure it out. Thinking about last night in Soho, but the playlist looks crazy. After Fun Drive, it is time for our crazy Oscar season, because on February 8th, the nominations for the 94th Academy Awards will be announced, so for them, for the six weeks afterwards, we'll nominate the scores, the songs, before the awards are handed out March 27th, and on the 28th, we try to recap everything in a crazy manner. So, yep. I did mention Patty Austin before. We're going to listen to one last song written by Marilyn Bergman, and this is a duet with the late singer James Ingram. This is the theme to the Norman Jewison 1982 film Best Friends with Burt Reynolds and Goldie Hawn. Here's James Ingram and Patty Austin with How Do You Keep the Music Playing? Fun drive coming up. Hopefully your donations help us to keep doing that. And we'll see. Anyways, this has been Exploding Head Movies here on CITR 101.9 FM in Vancouver. Please stay safe. Be kind. Keep calm. Don't drive and be a dick to people. The freedom is all in our hearts. You're not being stifled. Anyways, we'll see you. Fun drive time. Yeah. 